Welcome to Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell. This is where I help strong, capable women excavate the inner garbage in their life so they can become more confident and have more clarity on who they are and how they really want to be in the world. We have rich, juicy conversations about, yeah, you guessed it, empowerment, but also about radiating your brilliance and loving yourself more than you ever have in your life. And who doesn't want that? So join me now for another empowering chat. So we are now in March, March, 2023. Wow. And in the theme of be expansive, it's another E. So the team and I thought energy, let's talk about energy. Do you have energy? Do you want some energy? Do you need to like clear some stuff out so you can be energetic? Or is it? new energy that feels like it's coming in from the outside, whether it's uh, going to work, as a lot of people are back at work, going to work and feeling the pressure of other people's agendas or other people's energy. Because we're all energetic beings. And what happens is we can, when we are aware, and I invite you to become aware, we can tune in to other people's energy. And so it's, it's important to be aware that our energy in humanity mingles, right? So I'll give you a little, oh, I'm going to give you a little tip on how to manage your energy. Before you leave the house, take a moment to take just a very deep breath. Actually, you could do it before you even get out of bed. Take a very deep breath with your feet on the ground. So you're grounded on planet Earth mother earth and just envision a bubble of love surrounding you from the top of your head all the way around you in front of you behind you going under your feet and it's just this bubble of love and just fill it up with love and this this is your energy protection device you could even see yourself inside a mirror ball which that mirror those mirrors on the ball will reflect anything unlike love that's coming at you. So when you go out into the world or you interface with people at work, you are energetically held in a bubble of love. So the only thing that can interact with you is love. Try it out. Let me know what happens. You can contact me through the website, susanburrell.com. I'm curious to see what you discover by developing a bubble of love around you so that your life becomes even more expansive and even more empowering. Enjoy our shows this month. So hello, everyone, and um, thanks for joining us today. We are wrapping up the month of March with the theme of energy. And um, I have an author here today who's joining me. I, I'm really curious where this conversation is going to go. I always have so much fun talking to authors. And and it's funny because the month theme is energy. And the title of her book is The Energy to Heal. And the subtitle uh, is Finding Lasting Freedom from Stress and Trauma Through Energy Medicine Yoga. So I want to welcome Lauren Walker. Lauren, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Susan. It's a pleasure to be here with you. So I get that you you do yoga, you teach yoga, um, but this this idea of energy medicine yoga, 
Uh, explain to everybody what that is, and then we'll get into the meat of your book. So I was on my own spiritual path, or I still am, but years ago, <laughs> right? You're we still all... alive, so yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, and I was studying traditional yoga and teaching, and like many of us, had traumatic experiences in present day, but also in the past that were negatively affecting my life because I hadn't learned how to deal with the imprints of them. I, I, I don't want to use too much energetic language until we get into that. So at that point, I just didn't know. I just knew that I was struggling. And yoga is an amazing practice and it helped me so much and continues to. But I kind of reached this point where it wasn't helping me get past these traumatic events. It wasn't helping me discharge stress out of my body. And I felt, and I had already been teaching for quite some time at this point, and I thought, I need help, like, ah, really big time, big help. And so what do I do? Do I find another yoga teacher, another yoga practice or tradition? Do I go totally somewhere? Like, what do I do? Help, help, help. I was in, like, kind of crisis mode. And the universe provides if you, <laughs> if you, you know, if you align yourself, which, again, I didn't really even know what that meant at the time. I just knew I needed help. And within two months, I was introduced to the work of Don Eden by two different people in two different countries. And I thought, hmm, let me follow this thread. And that thread led directly to the tapestry that I find myself in today. Because by studying with Donna, who is the creator of Eden Energy Medicine, um, at the time was called Energy Medicine, just simply Energy Medicine, it changed everything I knew about everything. It changed it all at once, and then through time, it has deepened those learnings and teachings and connections and healings and all of the things that I needed to understand in order to get out of my predicament. And it changed how I practiced yoga and how I taught yoga. I started to, I, I was on a sabbatical from teaching, and I started to do these techniques, these energetic techniques straight energy medicine techniques. But I was a yogi, so I'm doing these techniques. I'm already on my yoga mat, and I just started to put them in. I was like, well, do I do all of just that, or do I do all of just this? And I was like, why don't I just kind of put them together, not knowing I was about to dip my chocolate in somebody's peanut butter, and wow, did I come up with something totally different. And it took me some time. I went back to teaching and I was teaching at a military university. And these students had never done yoga. They didn't really know what yoga was except some weird stretchy bendy thing. So I had the opportunity to kind of experiment with them with these new practices. Oh, and what these, a perfect place to experiment. It was perfect. It was especially for stress and trauma. For stress wow. and trauma. And, the, and they were mostly men, 90% I had in my classes. Wow. And they were just open. They were like, whatever, tell us to do, you know, and, and they did. And the results that I started to see were off the charts, different than anything I'd ever experienced teaching before. So I thought, okay, this is really something. This is not just me kind of playing on my mat. Uh, this is actually something totally different, totally new. And I started to put it all together, codify it, kind of make a program out of it. And I shared it with my teacher and she said, you have to get this out in the world. This is important work. And flash forward three books later, and here we are. Wow. Wow. Um, 
so I was sharing with Lauren everybody before we started that her book has um has exercises to do and there's and for me I need to see a picture to understand what I'm doing with some of the these um exercises and poses and things like that but then you also have journaling which is I I think I'm I'm a journaler from way back I require my uh clients to journal you know and and so it's cool to have a journaling practice after you do some of these exercises so that you can be aware of how it's affected you and what's different but there's another component to the energy healing the energy medicine and that's the using the five elements so let's talk about the five elements the star the five pointed star and all of that so there are nine energy systems in the body and one of those energy systems is called the five elements and it's from ancient china ancient chinese medicine and it's really a taxonomy of the universe because everything in the universe falls into one of these categories so on the one hand you can think wow too big too much i can't deal with the universe i just got to get through my day but the beautiful thing is every part of your day is only one of these five things. Every experience you have, every emotion, every uh, physical thing going on in your body, mind, spirit, your time of life, your job, like everything. And so when you start to look at your life through this lens of the five elements, you start to understand yourself better, why you act and react in very specific and particular ways to the world around you and not only that but how you can transform and heal and thrive in your life through that same lens so we start to learn about ourselves we learn about other people it increases our uh, our compassion because we see that people aren't intentionally doing something negative to us we are all working through this element. By the way, we are born into. This is something, it's sort of like your astrological sign, although it's nothing to do with astrology, but a lot of people can kind of hook into that idea. Oh, I'm a Sagittarius. So that means I'm gregarious and I'm out there and I'm focused and I'm driven. I like to travel, right? Like people have that kind of idea. And you see another Sag, you're like, Sag buddies, yeah, dude, you know? So it's like we kind uh -huh. of start and it's very similar with the five elements, except instead of 12, it's much simpler than just five. But you start to see yourself. So I'm a wood element. I'm going to get angry anytime I'm stressed out. So then instead of like, why am I angry all the time? I'm so mad at myself for being angry. It's like, yeah. okay, you're a wood element. So that is going to be your stress response. So take a breath, sit with it, and then do these techniques to release the energy of that anger and so that you can harvest the information that that anger is sharing with you. Or you're a water element and you get scared all the time, or you're a fire element and you're suffering from anxiety. It gives you that understanding of how you operate in the world, and then it gives you tools to operate better. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 and who doesn't need more tools on how to operate? Now, you just you just dropped in a bunch of information that people that don't understand about the five elements um will have to canoodle on you know what i mean so let so let's say what the elements are lauren and then i know that because you just said uh, wood element you respond with anger so the so it sounds like the elements are 
attached to certain responses. Is so that true? The, it is true. And that's one of the things that I love the most about the five elements. I mean, every every physical thing you're going through, you can see what element it is and work with that element. If you've got um, something, you broke a bone, perhaps that's in a particular element. Or I just had a friend who tore his ACL. That's in a different element, right? So all of, you know, everything that goes on in your life, but the emotional component of it is so important because for years, and, and I still hear this today from yoga students and teachers who transition into energy medicine yoga, at last I can show up with all of me instead of keeping your emotions at bay uh -huh. in your yoga practice. And if you cry, you're having a release. And that means I don't know because I never were trained in that. So I don't know, but it's okay to cry. And that's kind of how it is in, the, in a traditional yoga class. But really, all of your emotions are always just right, right in the forefront of everything that you do. It's what drives us. It's, it's why you married the person you married. It's why you like your job or you don't like your job. It's why you live where you live. Every choice you make is based on an emotional response. I like right. ice cream. I don't like cake. Then you're going to make a choice based on that. It's an emotional response. And so the, the, the fact that you can access your emotions with a very clear, delineated uh, tool book of why you're feeling a particular way, how you can work with that, and how you can transform what we call the challenging emotions into their more beneficial counterparts. So... If you want, I can just quickly go through the five and just, I, I won't tell you everything about everything because that's a lot, right? It's the taxonomy of the universe. Right, right. I'll just give, I'll just give you the emotional component be behind each because we know now that emotions and unprocessed emotions is the number one cause of stress and that stress is the number one cause of disease. So right there, if you don't know how to deal with and work with your emotions, you are setting yourself up for disease in the body. We know yes. that, that literature is out there. We can look back on all of the trauma studies that have been done and all of the uh, major disease patterns that people end up with in their bodies is from trauma emotion, okay? So we've got five elements. Water is the first. In our tradition, some traditions start in metal. There's, a, you know, so there's variations here. In our right, tradition- right. Water is the primary element. It's the um, the quantum potential, right? The womb, everything is available to you in water. And the unbalanced or out of balance or challenge or when you're in stress emotion is fear. Now, I'm just giving you the big blanket emotions. Obviously, there's tons mm -hmm. of subsets because there's thousands of emotions. But there's kind of the umbrellas of like, you know, uh, under fear and then agitation and all the other ones kind of that fall under that. But fear is is out of balanced water. And then bringing that into balance with courage. Mm. Fear transforms into courage, which we know isn't acting without fear. It is acting in the face of fear. Right? You don't yes. have to negate your fear, but you still take action. So that's the water element. I like that, Lauren. I, I, I've never... In all the times that I've faced fear, I, I, I told myself I'm strong and courageous, but I it wasn't until you just said that that I went, oh, that's, of course, that's the mere reflection of fear. I mean, it just like went neat in my head. 
Thank you. Okay, go on. Yeah, wonderful. I love that's what happens when you start studying energy medicine yoga. The lights click on. You're like, I have been struggling with this forever. And if I Ever. just had that little understanding and boom, here's the little understanding and it shifts everything. It's like the quantum potential exists for us to mm -hmm. uh, that idea of quantum gets really confusing. It's taking a leap. Instead of having to go through every little motion to get to the next step, you just leap up to the next step. That's what a quantum leap is all about. Just mm -hmm. boom, you get it. You just grok it and then everything gets easier, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so wood. Okay. Out of balance in the wood element, you're under stress and something happens. Anger. You go to anger. And the balancing emotion for that is assertive action oh. so anger we lash out and assertive action we are connected to our heart we understand that our anger is really pointing to something quite serious that needs to be attended to right now but it needs to be attended to from a grounded perspective not from what we're seeing in the world today right right not that the antithesis no. of that. The next element is fire. And in fire, when we're under stress or out of balance, we respond with anxiety. And we balance that and come back into balance with joy and inspiration. Then we move on to the earth element. And again, under stress or out of balance, it's worry. Worrying about everything, everybody else, what they're saying, what they're doing. And we turn that around with self-love. We bring the mirror back to us, right? I don't need to worry what they're doing. What am I doing, right? And then the final element is metal. And out of balance or under stress, it's grief. And we balance that with faith and the ability to let go. Okay. I, hold on. Hold on, Lauren. I got to take a breath. Okay. Take a breath. Actually, I had to exhale because I was holding my breath. Good grief. Now, all these things described, I, I'm just going to talk about me. I got all that going on. I, I, you know, fear and then anger and then anxiety and worry and grief. So does that mean I'm all five elements? that cycling within me that is a great question okay it's a both and you have a primary element and you can find that out through the some of the question i have actually there's a questionnaire in the book and you can yeah there's a quiz yeah. in the book you guys yeah so you can find that out there and you can also okay let me come back to the and in a second because you said do i have all of those cycling through me and yes you have one primary element, but you have all of them. We all have all of them within us. And the dominant one is the one, we usually have one or two that are dominant, is the one that you have the most familiarity with. And really, that's your primary stress response. So for me, I'm a wood water. So my first response to absolutely everything is anger. Like it's just, that's the first thing I'm gonna feedback with anything that happens. I'm going to get angry about it. Small or large, that's my first hit. 
And then my second hit is I'm going to be afraid of it, right? So that's right. So that's how I start to understand <laughs> that. But I also have all of those other elements in me. And what generally or often happens when there's like a an event, large or small, is that we cycle through all of those emotions. And I tell this little funny story in my teacher trainings about like, you're going to get your favorite cup of coffee at the little coffee hut and you're already afraid they're not going to have the special kind of camel milk that you like, right? And so you go up and you're afraid and then they don't have the camel milk. So you get really mad and then you get anxious. Like, how are you going to get through your day without your special coffee with the camel milk? And then you start wearing like, oh my God, I've just been so mean to this barista who's making three cents an hour and I'm just complaining about my camel milk. She's trying to support a family. And then you go to grief. I'm going to lose my job because I don't have this milk in my coffee. Like, and you do that whole thing in like 30 seconds. <laughs> and that's with like getting a cup of coffee. Right? Uh -huh. So imagine someone cuts you off in traffic or you get a, you know, someone steals a credit card and $3,000 charges on your account or or worse, 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 something really traumatic happens. You go through all of those emotions. And what happens with when we talked at the beginning about unprocessed emotions, if you don't figure out the information that each of these is trying to bring to you, you can't let it go. Does that sound familiar? I just can't let it go. I just right. can't let this thing go. It's because you haven't figured out what it is you're supposed to gain from that experience. And so that the book takes you through each of these emotions with very pointed, direct practices. And as you mentioned, journaling, so that you can really kind of tease apart and understand, but not just from an intellectual level, because our trauma doesn't live in the brain. It lives in the body, in the fields of energy around the body. It lives in the energy systems. Yeah. And that's why, back to that yoga class where the teacher doesn't know why you're crying, that's why you're crying. Because you've opened up some area of the body where tension and stress is held and you've released it. You've never processed it or dealt with it. You don't know what it's about. That release is a good thing. But it doesn't help take you all the way to this freedom because you haven't sort of mapped out what's going on and and allowed yourself to to find that completion what i call lighting up every point of the star because if you've had a trauma and you've gotten it's literally like getting the lights knocked out of you and then in one of these or two or three or if it was really big all five of these your lights have been knocked out the fuse is blown and you need to light that fuse back up again meaning you need to bring energy back to that area that you were that you were knocked out of and that's what these practices do okay so so when you're talking about the five star that's that's the element that's right so if i'm getting knocked out in anger then i'm gonna reignite my anger no no, no. I'm, I'm going to i'm going to ignite my assertive action i'm going to take action that's right that's right you're going to take action whether you know, even if this event happened in the past, you still need to take action in the present for how you're going to overcome your anger because you've had that anger. And so what are you going to do with it? You need to do something with it because it's eating you inside. The event happened 20 years ago and you're still, I'm so mad. If I see that person again, uh, right? But that's not the information that you need to get. The information is what is that anger pointing to? 
what was it trying to what is it trying to tell you that you need to do in your life right now is it um it it, it it's kind of unpacks for you where you've gotten stuck in your life because you're stuck in that anger response as opposed to unpacking the anger and understanding that you can take assertive action and in in anger in that particular chapter it's about like be becoming a superhero so it's mm -hmm. like you look at every superhero story right every superhero birth story or origin story a trauma happens batman watched his parents get killed in front of him right superman got thrown off of his planet which was then destroyed like we all all of the wonder woman had to leave where all of the you know the amazons were to go to heal, save the world, but her people were being destroyed. They have these origin stories and they take that. Batman could just be super angry at everybody, but instead he turns that anger into assertive action. I'm going to help people. Same, I mean, all the superheroes, that's what they end up doing. Yeah. And that yeah. may be what you end up doing too with your transformation of your anger. You might open up into a whole creative part of yourself. Each person is going to find their own path through that. But it's by taking the experience that that you underwent and transforming it into one that is of power and value to you, to you, because that anger is destroying you. It's not destroying the person that made you angry. It's right. destroying you. And so that's who you want to comfort and care for and, and work with and help you. So like, so instead of... Uh worrying about how you're going to get back at the so-and-so then you want to move into balancing self-love within yourself that's right that's right that worrying about everybody else is not just like i hope they're okay but it can be um it can be that kind of busybody that's like uh in everybody's business you know and telling everybody what they need to do but really it's like you need to look back at yourself and, you, you know, you can even think about it of people in the healing professions are so giving, 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 giving. But sometimes you can see that that giving is actually trying to get something because they haven't filled up their own well. So they're yep. giving so that they get whatever, whether it's praise or thank you so much for helping, you know, all of that kind of thing. But then they're always just sort of like tr grasping. It's almost a give to take. And in oh, I love that phrase, give to take. I love that phrase. I'm writing that down, Lauren. <laughs> you, can, you can have it. You can have it. But haven't, okay. you been, but haven't you been around those people that you're like, God, they just gave me so much. Why do I feel so yucky about that? Like, why does yeah. it not feel good? Because they're not giving from a place of fullness. I'm not, I'm, I'm speaking really in blanket terms. This is if you're out of balance. I mean, being giving and generous and kind is a wonderful thing. But if you are out of balance in that earth element, a friend of mine shared with me the other day about her partner. She's like, he so wants to help so much that he causes problems. Like he bends down to buckle my shoe and I trip over him. Like that's, <laughs> the, that's the exact yeah, example yeah, yeah. of hurting to help. Right. 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 Wow. Wow. So um, some of the yoga that's also in here, working with the five elements and then the yoga practices that you have, 
Um, let's pick one element and what would be a, a good practice? Hold on. I'm going to pick an element. I was going to ask you to pick the element. Yeah, let's pick fire. Okay. I got some anxiety going on right now. So it's what in the world right now? Oh my God. It's just, yeah. I, um, so what would be a good, uh, practice to do? I'm trying to find it. So in the fire, so each practice, so each, let me back up before we go right into okay. fire. I created a template practice that is sort of like the baseline that's going to reappear in each of these sequences so that you really get a familiarity with them. And then each element is going to sprinkle in the ones that help that element transform. So it's okay. like I give you a rice bowl and that's the template. You're going to learn the rice bowl practice. And then in each of the next practices, you're going to sprinkle in what are the water pieces that go in that bowl or the wood or the fire so that you, you get that particular practice, but you already know what the baseline practice is so that you're familiar with it, so that you're grounded in these very simple geometric shapes of the body, which is what yoga practice, uh, what yoga postures are. And so you learn those practices and then you're going to do which of the ones that you choose to do, whether you do them all in order or you just pull one out, like I've got a ton of anxiety today. And then in that practice for the fire, you can do the full practice as it's outlined in the book, or you could just pull out the spices of fire. You could just pull out the techniques that work with your anxiety. Bringing down the flame is the peak pose for fire. Actually, um, it, it is one of the best techniques I've ever seen for anxiety. And then there's holds on the body. And for anxiety, it would be this one, hand to the forehead, hand to the top, excuse me, not that's for grief, hand to the forehead, hand to the back of the head and holding here and making the sounds of fire, which is H-A. So you can do that anywhere, anytime, if you're feeling anxious and you can do that bringing down the flame one, if you're feeling anxious. And if you have more time, you do the little journaling at the beginning, then you do the practice and you do the journaling at the end. And the practices really only take about a half an hour. I wanted to make them um, doable, not, you know, you doable, need to spend right. two hours on the yoga mat. You just need to come with your, with your desire and let the energy and the unconscious kind of percolate to the surface and give you the information that you need to support you. Well, and I love that along with the positions or the like holding the head, you've got sounds, breath sounds. And it's so funny is <laughs> this is anxiety, right? So I have a three and a half month old puppy and I find myself going, Shh, you know, just so I breathe because sometimes I get so, because he's so happy to be alive and it makes me anxious that he's going to, you know, piddle in the living room because he's so happy and shh, I get in the shower now and I'm making these sounds to myself seriously just to calm myself down it's so funny but you're working I love with, that you have that in here you're working with ancient sounds that sound and it's you know all of these are ancient techniques that are our birthright the reason we even exist today is because our ancestors used these techniques millennium ago but that shh that is the sound for the uh, for the wood element. 
transforming anger into assertive action. And you can even think of it like um, when you're calming a baby, it's not like the baby's angry or you're angry at the baby, but it's that it's a very intense energy that you can bring down with that. And if there is any anger in you, because maybe the baby has been crying for a long time or the puppy has been puppying and you're like, ah, <laughs> that calms you down. It also calms the puppy down. Yeah, it's amazing. So um, what would you say to somebody who just picks up the book, the en Energy to Heal, your book, uh, what would you say do you, in terms of where should they start? At the very beginning or could they just learn the, the template practice and practice that for a while and then dip into the elements or just dive in fully? You know, I would say it kind of depends on what you're coming to the book with. Like, why are you picking oh. up the book? Are you in a trauma response right now? If you are, you're going to go to page... It's true. I know I had that just stress right away. You're going to go to page eight to release stress right away. You're going to, there's a, um, there's a section right near the beginning, which is about, uh, helping you just get out of your trauma immediately. And so here it is the EM yoga emergency room on page four. You don't have to go very far at all. If you pick this book up and you're like, I'm in trouble. Just go right to page four, and there's some techniques that you can do right there. And then, you know, it, it that's an interesting question because you can use the book in a variety of ways. You can read the book beginning to end, and there's wonderful stories and illustrations and, um, and techniques all, you know, throughout it. And then you can go back and kind of pick out the sections that are really calling to you. And I have to say, I'm a huge fan of like doing one of these. Yes, that's what I do. And like, oh, well, and I just opened it up. What is a vow and conscious and unconscious mind? Mm, that's pretty interesting, you know. And so you could just flip it open like that and see what it's calling out for you. So I think you can kind of go a couple of ways with it. And then you could also just go chapter to chapter based on what it is you know, it's sort of like, how well do you know yourself right now? If you know what your issue is, you might say, okay, I need more courage. I'm going to go to that chapter. Or I need, uh, I need transformation. I'm going to go to that chapter. I need to learn to love again. I'm going to go to that chapter. So you could kind of pick it like that out of the table of contents, or you kind of read through and see once you figure out when you take the quiz, which comes pretty early on, you're like, ah, I'm a water element. I'm just going to read the water element chapter, you know, because it's exciting. You see yourself, you, all your responses. Oh, that's why I do that. Oh. That's why I do it. Yeah. So I, I, I love this. And I just opened up to the um, emergency room uh, trauma thing. And Lauren has in here, there's, you guys, this is just simple. It's really simple stuff, but you got to remember it to do it. So, which I don't, I, because the first one's deep breathing. I forget to breathe. I, I hold my breath. Um, she's got different kinds of breathing in here, holding your head, which, uh, well, that's not how you do it, but holding yes. your head. Wait, 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 body. stop, 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 stop. That's exactly, that's exactly how you do it. It is one of the easiest 
and most powerful things that you can do to de-stress, to reprogram for PTSD. If you wake up in the middle of the night and you can't sleep, if you're stressed out, someone cuts you off in traffic, this does so many things. If you don't get anything else from this podcast, you never buy the book, you never see me again, take this with you. I can't even tell you how many times a day I do this. Morning. <laughs> but, okay, so what does putting your hand on top of your head do? Because I've been, I've been doing that. This is a grief point, a grief point to release. So if you hold them together, then you even get more power out of that. But this point, I mean, the thing about the head has so many incredible, powerful points on it, and they, they do many things. So this point on the top of the head has a lot going on with it. But in context of what we're talking about now, it's a point for releasing grief. And so um, if you're struggling with that, you know, I, I used to fall asleep like this. I would just hold lying in bed and I would fall asleep because I had so much grief that I just was like, I need to keep processing while I'm sleeping. And and that's and that's what I did. And that's how it helps. I'm I'm so grateful that you took what you practice and um, and what you utilize in your life and you made it into a book that we can then access. And I'm just going to do the opening up in the middle. Raise your courage with water. There you go. That's what I'm going to start working on. Nice. Lauren, thank you. Uh, now, you've got a website? I do. It's energymedicineyoga.net or emyoga.net. We're on Instagram and Facebook, and we do teacher trainings. We actually have our next teacher training starts just at the end of March. Um, it's an incredible, incredible program. Um, I teach at retreats. I'll be teaching at Hollyhock, finally going back to Hollyhock after a few years of a break wow. up in northern Canada on the West Coast. I'll be teaching at Kripalu in the fall. So I'm kind of all over there and certainly online now that so much is online. I'm there too. So you can really find me anywhere. I, well, I, again, thank you so much. And the book is called The Energy to Heal, Find Lasting Freedom. I love that part, lasting Lasting Freedom from Stress and Trauma Through Energy Medicine Yoga. Lauren, thank you so much for the work you do and, and, and being courageous to bring it out into the world in ways that uh, can help so many of us, myself included. I really appreciate oh, that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. And, you know, I want to say you talked about journaling at the beginning and you know, this was my journal originally, like to get through the junk that I had to get through. And it it really is valuable to to write down what you're going through. And that's part of that wood element is you don't know what your words are going to lead to. And so mm -hmm. that's having courage, but also being assertive. I'm going to write this down there and who knows what it's going to come to, whether it's a book or something else for you that you can really bring forth your light because that's that's what it's about. Lighting up the star is so you can bring your light out into the world because we need your light. We need your light. I'm <laughs> mother. And I agree 100%. So I'm just going to end with, and so it is, namaste. Well, that wraps up our empowering chat today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go to susanburrell.com. You can... See all the information about my new book, Live an Empowered Life, A 30-Day Journey 
You can also access guided meditations that I have on Insight Timer through the website and just see what else is out there on my site that you might find empowering and exciting to experience. You can also contact me through the website at susan at susanmorell.com. That's it for today. See you next time.